You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Hey everyone, Robert here to tell you about a new thriller scripted fiction series called The Hitler File by Voyage Media. It stars two of the best character actors on planet Earth, Peter Stormare and Dennis O'Hare. You may remember Peter as the guy who put Steve Buscemi in a wood chipper in Fargo or the coolest depiction of Lucifer ever in Constantine. He also has a small part in Minority Report and The Lost World. Dennis O'Hare is one of the core cast members of American Horror Story and has also been in True Blood and possibly the best scene in the film Michael Clayton. The Hitler File uses real history to tell this fictional story where Peter plays Dr. Dromerk, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, as a psychotherapist who meets Adolf Hitler, played by Dennis, when he's just a lowly corporal after World War I and their relationship goes all the way to the waning days of World War II, where Dr. Dromerk decides to use his particular set of skills, his knowledge of the mind, to destroy Hitler. This is a really high-quality podcast where 85% of it is just these two incredible actors going head-to-head. So we think you're really going to love it. So make sure to go to hitlerfile.com or search for hitlerfile wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks and enjoy the next episode of End of All Hope. Seven Land Productions presents End of All Hope. Season 5, Episode 15, The Bay Area. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. And we just use this like a normal straw? Yeah, that's what it says. But it may take a few seconds to get it started. It says it doesn't filter taste. I don't see how it could. So it's going to taste like a lake? (laughs) Is that a problem? No. Water's water. (laughs) No chance to critique the Aquafinas and Dasanis anymore. Nope. Brielle bent down and stuck the large blue life straw in the water. It was the next morning, and we were down by the lake. Our packs had been returned, along with some more supplies. One of which was a life straw, a device that could be used to drink from any water source, allowing the water to be filtered before consumption. I always wanted to try this one. Oh, gross! (laughs) No good? I was wrong. Water is not water. I don't know. It doesn't taste so bad. Yeah, it does. It tastes like drinking dishwater. And how would you know what dishwater tastes like? I'm just assuming. Hey, you gotta roll with it sometimes. It's the end of the world. I have rolled with it. I drank from a river a bunch. But moving water is a lot different than stationary water like this. You wanna try? Sure. We each had our own straw. I was still reading the instructions, trying to learn more about things that could possibly slip through the filter. 
But for the most part, it seems safe. All right, let's try this. I lean forward and dunk the straw into the water next to Connor. You had to really suck before it started. And then bam, warm water. <coughs> well? Definitely not the tastiest, but it beats Dasani. Wow, shots fired. I really don't think it tastes that bad. He bent down to drink more. It's warm. You have to go lower if you want it to be cooler. But you can't. No, not here. Not with this. It's too short. I bet once you get used to it, you'll like it. Like them. Connor pointed to a couple kids 20 yards away, happily drinking from the lake. There were a lot of people right on the edge of the water. Some people washing dishes and clothes. Some bathing. That's probably why it tastes like dishwater to you. That lady over there is literally washing plates. Gross! This area was busy and extended all the way around the lake. It was astonishing to see so many people. And so many people just going on about their lives, trying to make the best out of a shitty situation. You know, we could always gather some and boil it, let it cool, and drink from that. That's what I did for a time with Mark. That's what I do now. We all turned to our right to see a large, middle-aged woman in a flowy and flowery caftan. She bent down and gathered some of the lake water in a pot. Sorry, I didn't mean to intrude. No, that's all right. My family prefers to drink that way. And while boiling seems like it may be enough, we still use the straws, just in case. Does everyone have a life straw? Oh, heavens no. They were newly acquired. You're lucky to have them. They were passing them out to Lake Residence all last week. I thought they ran out, but it looks like they had a few extra to give to new arrivals. You are new arrivals, aren't you? We are. Last night was our first night. Ah. Well, welcome to the lake. Thank you. It may take a little getting used to, but you'll like it here. Much better than out there. Hell yeah. I like it already. Good, good. How long have you been here? Oh, a while. Hard to keep track of the days, though. Yeah, it really is. Hey, Ava? Do you think they'll give us more food? I only have a few granola bars left, and I don't like the MREs. I want to know where that one guy got chicken. Ooh, yeah, chicken! Are you hungry? Yes! Very. They didn't supply us with too much. That's not surprising. Sometimes getting supplies can be tough here. For as nice as this place is, there's not a lot of organization, sadly. The woman stood up straight and rubbed her chin. Is it just you three? Yeah. Then you should join us for breakfast. We have some special things cooking right now. Special things? It's not chicken, but I think you'll like it. Connor and Brielle looked to me, but all I did was shrug and nod. Sure, sounds good. Great, follow me. My name's Clara, by the way. Ava, this is Brielle, or Bree, and this is Connor. Do you like it here? Sure do. Is it perfect? Not at all. But boy, does it beat living out there. She motioned down the road, past the large groups of people. My family couldn't do it anymore. We know the struggle. I'm sure you do. And the way people talk, especially the new ones, well, it's getting worse. In certain areas, yeah. That's why I wanted to reach this place. Did you hear the calls all over the radio too? Oh no, no. We stumbled upon the lake. But I do know about the calls. They keep looking for survivors. They need people. Really? There already seems to be a lot. Yes. 
over here on the south side. But up on the north end, there aren't that many. They need more for proper protection. We've heard plenty of shooting over the past few weeks. Is it creatures or other people? A little of both. I just hope it stays outside the lake. My son wants to join one of the militia groups, but I won't let him. Not yet, anyway. Militia groups? The ones that protect this area. Oh, we ran into one of those groups outside. Not surprising. That old lady called them team members. (laughs) I know exactly who you're talking about. Is there anyone in charge of the groups? Not one person, no. But the groups fight to keep the place secure. I think they're even working on a fence on the east side. But I wouldn't know for sure. I never go far from our camp. And here we are. Home sweet home. We walked into a little area of three small tents and a canopy pop-up. Underneath, two folded-out tables and four chairs. The nearest table had two hot plates, one of which had bacon. Holy shit! Is that bacon? Told you we had something special cooking. How'd you get that? When you're part of the militia groups, you get some perks. I thought you said you didn't want your son to join. I don't. My brother's part of one, and I know the risks. Hey there. Name's Charles. A chubby, balding man stood from behind the table, spatula in hand. Clara, we're our guests. I'm Ava. This is Bree, and this here is Connor. They're new to the lake. Nice to meet you. Clara put her pot of water on the table and leaned over the hot plate, admiring the bacon. She smirked. We have some extra food, right? I don't know if we ever have extra food, but we can make do. Had a decent haul the other day. Where are the kids? Craig is still sleeping, but Piper and Jolie are with the Conrad boys. Oh, okay. They aren't going past the boundaries, are they? They know not to do that. Plus Tyrone would slap them boys silly if they did such a thing. I just worry. They know that, too. They're not hungry? I told them to be back by ten. Charles flipped three of the strips, then turned to us. So, new to the lake, huh? That's right. Here, sit, sit. I was always a little apprehensive around people who were overly friendly. I could see Brielle was a little suspicious, too. But not Connor. He couldn't take his eyes off the bacon. His mouth was literally watering. I already have eggs done. Hope you all like scrambled. Would you like some coffee? Coffee? No cream, though. (laughs) That's okay. I'd love some coffee. We all took seats in the chairs under the canopy. It was nice being out of the sun's harsh heat, but I was dying for a breeze. So, tell me more about yourselves. Where do you travel from? Well, that's a long story. I told Claire all about New York, the day the meteors fell... I travels west with Mark and Jay, and eventually, just Mark. I told her about how I met Brielle, then Connor, for which Connor held up his sling. I even told her my plan for after we all left here. Oh, wow. I can't believe you traveled so far. While I told my story, Charles put more food on the hot plates. You saw a lot, then. Yeah. Guess it's nice to know we have a good thing here. Seems like you do. I like it here. Well, it's definitely a good spot, but it doesn't mean everything is always peaches. Oh? Here we go. No, no. You know what I mean. I do, and I understand, but if you think anything is going to be better, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Right, Ava? You trekked across the entire country, am I right? Yeah. 
This is one of the better areas. No vegetation, and it seems like everyone is living peacefully. As peacefully as they could. What does that mean? That's what I was getting to. <clears throat> this place is very nice, but it's far from perfect. First, it may seem like everyone around here gets along, but they don't. People rob and steal and fight all the time. There's no one to really break it up or hold anyone accountable, so you have to watch out for your own. Which we do. Which we do. The other thing is the militia groups, which Charles here is a part of. Yeah. We do our best, but it's never enough. Because there isn't enough. You could always let Craig join. No, he's too young. I'm 17, Mom. A thin, clean-shaven 17-year-old with a dimple on his chin stepped out from the light green tent. It's dangerous, Craig. Everything is dangerous. Craig, this is Ava and... Connor. Hey. Where's Piper and Jolie? They're with the Conrads. Clara turned to me and put her hand on my arm. The Conrads are another family we met on our way here. Wonderful people. Normally, we don't like our children going off on their own, but if they're with the Conrads... She smiled and removed her hand. They better get back soon, because I'm almost done. We gotta stay in the stalker eye on us again. Charles motioned to a man in a baseball cap, standing by a couple bushes not far from us. He was trying to blend in with a small group of people chatting away, but it was obvious he was eyeing us from afar. Stan the stalker? Oh, Charles is just messing around. We give him food one time, and now he won't go away. Like a lost puppy. Bald 40-year-old puppy. But he was part of this other group of, like, seven people. When we gave him food, they all started crowding around, and, well... Food's hard to come by. Exactly. But you have bacon! We get perks because I bust my ass protecting this place. By the way, Ava, you said you're trying to get to Bodega Bay? That's right. You should talk to some of the members of my group. One guy was in San Francisco. Maybe he could give you some helpful information about the area, no? Sure, that would be great. Wonderful. I'll introduce you after we eat. In fact, all done. Now, who's hungry? Relax, I've got it. We were close to some rocks right now. I know we said we should stick close to the shore, but this is a little too close for comfort. Then move the sails. I'm trying! I got it! I was actually getting the hang of sailing. Fighting the wind wasn't easy, but when we were able to angle the sails just right, we flew. Just keep that one steady, Ambridge. Uh, okay? Right about there. You know, sometimes I think this isn't so hard. And other times? Other times, this is a pain in the ass. The sails eventually filled out, and Kylie steered us clear of the shore. There we go. Although, it's pretty choppy over here. You want me to steer? Nah, I told you. I got this. Although, 
The water is making me a little seasick. You do seem paler than normal. Oh, come on. Don't draw attention to it. We had been on the water for a whole day now as we got used to the boat. Sleeping on the water wasn't easy, but mostly from the motion. Because it was nice not having to worry about being attacked. Although, we still slept in shifts out of comfort. I think we're making good time. What? Oh, sorry. I think we're making good time! Sometimes Ambridge and I forgot that when we were standing directly to Kylie's right, she had a hard time hearing. How much longer, you think? I don't know, but the speed's walking. That's for sure. Kylie liked steering the boat because it gave her something to do and allowed her to not focus on the water movement. She almost vomited last night, and Ambridge was right. She looked pretty pale right now. Are neither of you guys feeling ill? No. Nope. Why is it so choppy over here? My guess is that. I pointed ahead to some dark clouds and a bit of lightning. Kylie ducked her head to look past the sails. Oh man, I don't know if we want to go through that. It looks pretty far away. Let's keep an eye on it though. We're not good enough to sail through that. I don't know. I think Jay's gotten the hang of it. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just me then. I... I... Kylie, are you okay? Okay, one of... You steer. She ran off to the edge of the boat and vomited. Oh, God. Okay, then. Jay, can you handle the sails? No problem. I went to the bow and loosened the front sail more as Ambridge took the wheel. You okay? Oh, um, fine. She didn't look fine, but hopefully we wouldn't be on the water much longer. After tying off the sail, I turned my attention back to the storm. Even if I was kind of getting the hang of this, Ambridge was right. We shouldn't try to make it through that. It looked nasty. After breakfast, Charles took me north, about a quarter of a mile. To the left of the lake, over the ridge, was flat land, devoid of any shrubs or bushes. A small camp of about 20 tents sat there in no discernible order. But in the middle of the bunch was a picnic table with a dark green umbrella. Eli! Hey, Eli! Yeah? There was a young kid, maybe 19, 20, sitting at the table. He had a shaved head and thick eyebrows. What's up, Charles? Lady here is heading to Bodega Bay. Thought you could fill her in on what the area's like. Bodega Bay? A thin, clean-shaven man with a thick jaw and short hair climbed out of the nearest tent, a toothpick hanging loosely in his mouth. It was Bodega Bay, right? That's right. You hear some kind of call? I'm sorry? A call. Over the radio or something. No, why? Because you're the second person in less than three weeks... That's heading to Bodega Bay. Really? Yeah. Uh, where'd we meet that other group, Ryan? 
Shit, outside the forest near that small town? What was the name of it? I can't remember. Could ask Harry when he gets back. I thought about it a moment. Another group? I knew it was a long shot, but I thought, what the hell? This, uh, other group, you get their names? Honestly, I don't remember. They happen to be a man and two or three women, possibly one in a wheelchair? No. A dog? Don't remember any dog. There wasn't any dog. It was two men and a woman. The woman was thin, had a big nose, shorter hair. One of the guys was bigger, built, said he used to be military. The other guy didn't talk much, but he was pretty short and scrawny. Oh. Sorry. Charles, you realize I haven't been to Odega Bay. I wasn't up that far. Isn't it close? Yeah, sure, but... Tell her what you told the others. Here, have a seat. I took a seat at the picnic table. Charles and Toothpick Man sat down too. I'll tell you what I told them. San Francisco. That place is a war zone. Not sure where you're from or what you've seen. But you want to avoid the big cities. San Francisco, San Jose, and I'm sure even Oakland. It's bad. Covered in that alien gunk. Huge plants and everything. Not to mention the creatures. I had to get out fast. But you haven't seen or heard anything about Bodega Bay? No. Sorry. It's a decent ways away. Like 50, 60 miles. That's right. Maybe more. So it could be good there. Could be untouched. The plant life is spreading, but it's still mainly in the big cities. Unless they spread it in the ships. They do do that. I have to reach Bodega Bay. Why? Family. (laughs) That was dumb of me. Could have figured something like that. Well, if you travel that way, I'd avoid San Francisco at all costs. Because when I say the area was bad, I mean bad. The storm was moving in now, the dark clouds much closer. We had trouble steering the boat for some time as the wind picked up. We drifted far from land. Jay, can we pull the front sails to the other side more? Okay! Kylie was below the deck right now. She wasn't feeling well. How about this? A little more! It was hard fighting the wind, but we were finally going in the right direction now. That's great! We need to find a good place to stop. And soon. I don't see any docks. That's fine, but we need to get close to the shore and anchor this boat. Uh, Ambridge? Look! I motioned to the shore where each passing house was covered in more and more alien vegetation. Eventually... Large, green-blue stalks and mushrooms and other fern-like plants appeared. The houses and parked cars started to disappear, being swallowed by the alien plants as we drifted by. Jesus. We stared at the dense foliage that covered the areas that were once beachside residences, national forest and state beaches. All of that now gone to the alien plant life. It was pure jungle. 
We rode in silence, heading deeper into the storm, but slowly making our way towards the coast. We weren't fixated on the storm now, although that would soon be an issue. Look at all that. Ambridge? I think we're close to San Francisco. How do you know? I pointed to our west where I saw the Farallon Islands. I know those islands. I've stayed there, with ornithologist once, studying the effects of an oil spill. I noticed Ambridge wasn't even listening. He wasn't even looking where I was pointing. I said he was facing the opposite way. Oh my god. I followed Ambridge's gaze to our east. There it was. The city. But it didn't look like the city anymore at all. It was worse than Denver. It was no longer San Francisco. No longer the Bay Area. Now, it was an alien world. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Logan Ferdinand Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Gina Coyle as Kylie Evelyn as Brielle Ariel Hack as Mia Stacy Golden as Chris Michael Moman as Roger Brett Wilkins as Travis Reed Kreiner as Dana, Corey Pettit as Jess, Jerry Swindle Jr. as Gail, Ian Feller as Hudson, Christina Lewis as Annie, and Gareth Thomas as Sammy. Co-starring Daryl Lamontang, Bruce Salia, Fran Paredes, and Ryan Glover. Music provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com, and Eldritch T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy End of All Hope, visit SevenLamb.com for more podcasts such as this. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production. JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back, and this week we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Yeah.